the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I want to thank you all for tuning in today. I'm telling you, we just got back from the most exquisite weekend in New York City. Uh, the premiere of the first and the largest uh, uh, green expo in Manhattan's history, the Go Green Expo. And I want to I want to thank Bradford Rand and all of the people that were behind the scenes making that expo happen. It was absolutely incredible. The people that was were there exhibiting were talking about how we can make change to the planet, many, many different levels, many degrees, everything from how industry can change to how each and every one of us at every age can change and contribute to the earth. I did a talk on the many shades of green that really addresses the issue that you can Take action to change your life and change your planet any day you decide to do it. And now we have incredible ways to do it, meeting people that have created things like Perf Go Green, which is a biodegradable garbage bag, which means that you still have all of the sturdiness of plastic yet between uh, 18 months and I think 20, 18 and 24 months that product actually uh, dissolves into something that is earth-friendly. So how do we get to create these things? How do we know about our lives? How do we know that we are here and meant to do the things that we are doing? Well, my guest today, by the way, my guest today knows a lot about that. Many of you, I know, have seen the video on TED, and we'll tell you about that video, the video of Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor, and she is here with us today. This is a brain scientist, and what happens when a brain scientist suffers a stroke? Her book is My Stroke of Insight, and this is a brain scientist's personal journey, and all of us that have seen the video saw her go out there, talk about her story, holding a brain in her hand. And so what is it that is so interesting to us about our journey? What is it that all of a sudden decided, helped us decide, we want to watch this woman. We want to find out more about her. We want to know how she did what she did. What is the deep meaning in what she did? How did she actually recount the details of her stroke? And so she's joining us here today. She's a 37-year-old Harvard-trained and published brain scientist. And we're going to talk about what her life was like before that blood vessel exploded in her brain and what her life is like now. It's also important for me to speak with her about what it means to get out of the gate and how she recovered from this life-threatening situation. But more importantly... What did she learn? What can each of us learn? So, Dr. Jill, thank you so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. 
Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's great to be here. It's great to have you uh, on again and for a longer period of time because there are, there are lots of things to talk about. But I want to start at a place where we didn't get to start last time, and that is this place of who you were, what your life was like before that blood vessel erupted in your brain and changed your life, and changed your life probably beyond anything you imagined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I had no speculation this would ever happen. No. <laughs> so what was it like in the day of Jill Bolte-Taylor before this happened? What was well, your world like? And, and, and I think your work you know, stands on, uh, alone and stands by itself, actually. But what was your life like? I was working in a, a lab at, a, performing neuroanatomy research into uh, the severe mental illnesses. I was uh, faculty uh, at Harvard Medical School in the Department of Psychiatry, and I was teaching uh, medical students about neuroanatomy, the beauty of the brain, as well as um, uh, performing research during the day in the lab. And my area of specialty was the postmortem investigation of the brain uh-huh. as it relates to schizophrenia. So the severe mental illnesses were my focus. And, and I was focused on that because I have a brother who has been diagnosed with the brain disorder schizophrenia. And so I wanted to understand the differences in what was going on in his brain as compared to my brain. Uh, at the same time, I was serving on the National Board of Directors for NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So on the weekends, I would travel as a weekend warrior as the singing scientist, and I would keynote for, um, for NAMI conferences, state conferences all over the country. So I, I was very active, very engaged in, in research and in the value of brain donation for the kind of research that I was performing because there was a shortage of tissue available. So, um, you know, there was a lot of meaning in my life because I was doing things that, that would influence uh, a population of people uh, like my brother, and so that was very important to me. So, you know, on a personal note, your life was already engaged in the conversation of healing and well-being, but not just from a cognitive, this is what I want to do, but from a heart, heartfelt perspective. Yes, absolutely. Everything I did had to do with with trying to help people uh, who were were different than I was, and to to try to better understand what is their perception of reality and how to help them uh, create uh, tools and skills that would allow them to uh, become more more in the normal flow, if you would. Well, let's talk about this because you start out your book, and I want to mention to everyone if you're just tuning in, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor is joining me here today. We've Many of you, I'm sure, have seen her video on YouTube or, or on TEDs, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that later, but her book is My Stroke of Insight, A Brain Scientist's Personal Journey. And, you know, you start out the book by saying every brain has a story and this is mine. And let's talk about that because I'm reading your book and I'm, and I'm kind of thinking every brain has a story. What would mine be? When you, when you created that first sentence, what, did, what were you thinking? Well, you know, the, the beauty of the brain is that it is um, extremely resilient and uh, responsive to the environment. So you look at, at a typical human being, and we are this wonderful combination of nature and nurture, which means regardless of our gene pool that we're spawned from, 
our experience shapes which neurons and which circuits become established inside of the brain. And so we're all very unique. We're all very different. We all we we look alike. We most of us we look alike. We talk alike. We communicate, but we really all have our very own very specific perception of reality that is totally unique to each one of us. So each one of us we do have our own story, and our biology is very unique to us. Uh, I, for example, might not be really uh, very good at mathematics, while you might be the wizard of mathematics. Well, those are cells inside of your brain that are are functioning very well, much better than the ones in mine. But I might be better at foreign language than you, because those are the cells inside of my brain that are working really well. So each one of us is totally unique, and this was just the story of my brain, how my interest came to be um, before the stroke, then the morning of the stroke, and then the process of recovery for the, for, from the stroke, and then what did I learn about my brain having been down my own personal journey? So let's talk about this for a minute because you went on this journey and then for many people it's as if, okay, there she is in this incredible video. Uh, How did the video come about? Well, I was invited to, um, well, post-stroke I have have several positions that I I fill and... um, uh, but wherever I go, I'm still very interested in the brain. So I'm always talking to audiences about the brain. And the TED organization, and TED stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design, uh, sent me a message because one of their members um, had suggested to them that I might be a good TED speaker. I had never heard of TED before last October. And so I get this email from them saying, you know, we have this TED conference. It meets in Monterey, California. Um, there's uh, a thousand people who are uh, billed as the world's top movers and shakers on the planet. Uh-huh. We'll, be, we'll be in the audience, and we will give you 18 minutes to tell your story. And I thought, okay, well, you know, what is my message? What do I have to communicate? And then how do I communicate it in a way that in 18 minutes, because I'm used to having at least 90 minutes with an audience, so uh, which meant I really had to, to give it to them. I had to have them feel it in order to take it into their lives and then to have the influence on them in their world. And I pretty, thought, pretty much thought that that would be the end of it. Um, so I put together this 18-minute presentation in order to have them feel the morning of the stroke and to feel what I learned so that they could have that and take that into their worlds, and they did. Uh, but on top of that, they put it on their website. And within the first 24 hours, it was viewed over 70,000 70, times, and it was embedded in over 80 websites in, on the Internet. So millions of people have now seen this video that's going around, and, uh, and, and it's been an explosion of my popularity in the world. It's been phenomenal. Well, this is a powerful message, and for those of you that have not heard Dr. Jill Bote's, um Taylor's story, this is a story that goes beyond what you've seen in the video, and she captures it so wonderfully in her book, My Stroke of Insight, A Brain Scientist's Personal Journey. We're talking with her to talk about what actually did happen to her at a physical level, but more importantly, what happened to her beyond that? Are we more than our physical bodies? Can we demonstrate that in who we are? Can we then have a message that talks about our lives 
in a way that's not happened before. I wanted to ask you, Jill, you, you know, time has passed. This is an incredible journey. I know that you've been invited to do a number of different things in the media, and I think we're going to share uh, and announce to our listeners how, you know, how they'll be able to find you uh, in, in some of the work that Oprah's doing. But, you know, for now, I wanted to ask you, what do your colleagues think? What does everyone think around you? Um, about your journey. Let's take a short break, and, and when we come back, we'll address that, as well as what was Dr. Jill's experience? What was she really experiencing as this incredible explosion, so to speak, was happening in her brain? And more importantly, how is she able to be here with us right now telling her story. I think most of us that know about what that, when that happens in the brain and when that stroke happens and what it means, but how did Dr. Jill Bowden Taylor recover from this? What did she learn that's going to help us in the world of mind, body, and spirit, and what can we learn to, to do the same thing? Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We'll be right back with my very special guest today. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Energy medicine is the new frontier of medicine, and the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, a pioneer in the field, has been teaching energy medicine for over 15 years. Hospitals nationwide host their students as interns. Research at the Institute is proving energy medicine to be effective for challenging and chronic health conditions. Visit instituteofhealing.com or call 866-303-HEAL. That's instituteofhealing.com. Are you starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwick uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Is one of your loved ones in crisis or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. Are you the owner or manager of a struggling small business? Do you feel alone in your battles? The Small Biz Sherpa can help. Do you want to increase sales or decrease costs? Do you wish your employees were more motivated 
or cared as much as you do about the bottom line. Call the Small Biz Sherpa. Learn how you can change your company's fortunes by involving and engaging your staff. Create bonus and incentive programs that pay your people more while improving your bottom line. The Small Biz Sherpa has done it himself, and now he'll show you how to do it too. Visit smallbizsherpa.com or call 206-505-9752. That's smallbizsherpa.com. Smallbizsherpa.com. Be sure and sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter so you can find out about the latest guests, events, promotions, and giveaways. Visit thedrpatshow.com and register now. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor is joining me here today. Many of you have seen this incredible video about her stroke. Today we're going to take you through uh, what it was like for her. But more importantly, what can we learn? What can we learn as a species from her experience? What can we learn uh, as, you know, from, from, from the point of view of humanity in terms of her experience? The book is called My Stroke of Insight, A Brain Scientist's Personal Journey. And we talked about what her life was was like before the stroke. Now we're going to discuss what it was like on the moment of that occurrence. And I want to thank you, Dr. Jill, for joining us here today. None of us can really predict something like this, can we? No, no. It's uh, when it happens, it just happens. <laughs> He's hanging on for the ride. So in your hanging on for the ride, as you watched the whole human brain, cerebral cortex experience, so to speak, you know, what was it like the minute you discovered something was going on? Well, my stroke happened uh, as soon as I woke up. And actually a lot of strokes do happen when people first wake up and sit up because all night long, you've been, you've been horizontal and your blood pressure has been uh, regulated at a relatively low level. And then as soon as you sit up, everything, the pressure goes up and you get a surge of blood into your brain. So, um, so and that's, that's uh, uh, when it happened for me was as soon as I woke up and sat up. So, and, and it began with a major pounding behind my left eye. 
and it was a pulsating pain that was like that that caustic pain that you get when you bite into ice cream. Mm-hmm. So it it was very gripping and very very painful, and then it would release me completely, and then it would grip me again. And and um, so so you know I I was not uh, I was in excellent physical condition. I was. Um, uh, I had no warning signs, no risk factors for stroke. I was not a smoker. My blood pressure is low. Uh, I exercise daily. So I, I'm generally not a candidate, so I wouldn't automatically think, oh, this is a bad problem. So I just thought that I, I had, you know, a, a headache. And so I got up and I jumped onto my cardio glider, which was is a full body exercise machine and was my normal routine. And as I'm as I'm on this machine, I'm looking at my hands, and my hands look like primitive claws. And and it was as though I was witnessing myself having this experience instead of being the person on the machine having the experience. So that was the real first indicator that something something really bizarre was happening. But you have to remember that I'm a neuroanatomist. I study the brain. I specialize in how does our brain create our perception of reality. And so here I am, a neuroanatomist, watching my brain have a different perception of normal reality. So for me, it was a fascinating experience. And I, I, I did not assume for quite a while that I was having a severe problem that, that could threaten my life. Uh, it, it took me a while to figure out what was going on, uh, but it, it was uh, it took several hours uh, on that morning. And so it, it, here you were in this experience, and you know most people would either panic or go to to a place of complete denial. But because you know this is your field, this is your work, you were able to so to speak ride the wave. Yes. Uh, and I wanted to, to ask you about that. What does, in your experience, what did riding the wave mean to you? I, I think just paying attention, paying very close attention to what were the symptoms, what was it that I was experiencing, what did it feel like inside of my body, what was happening with my ears and my, my auditory system, what was happening visually, um, what was happening uh, kinesthetically in my body, just really tuning in to the fine details of my body and trying to figure out, have I ever felt like this before? What possibly might be going on? And, and I was very fortunate that fear, fear never came over me. I, I, I never freaked out. I, I never thought, oh, my God, I'm having a stroke. I'm going to die. Um, none of that happened to me. Instead, I was trying to figure out what is going on inside of my brain and, and can, I, can I get to work? You know, ultimately, can I get to work? So, so the curious scientist in me, I had experienced uh, migraine headaches since I was 17. Um, I would have maybe one a year or one every other year, not very often, but when I would have them, it would be a classic uh, migraine diagnosis, but none of the migraine medications ever worked for me. And um, so I'd have to have a shot in the butt, and they would let me sleep for 24 hours, and then I'd wake up the next day, and, and I would be okay. So uh, it turns out that I was never having a migraine headache and that I was actually having small bleeds from this malformation in my of blood vessels inside of my brain. And the reason why I did not respond to the migraine medication was because I wasn't having a migraine. I was experiencing a small hemorrhage. 
And, and so how many people would you say are kind of in that same boat uh, where they're not really uh, they're not really having a migraine is it a large amount because i know that there is a statistic that you you put in the book and you you talk about this i was really shocked to to read this i hadn't thought about it this way and you say as members of the same human species you and i will share all but about 0.01% of identical genetic sequences Right. And so and so the question I'm reading this and the question that came up was how many people might be experiencing what you experienced and don't know it. Uh you know I I I think there's a very small percentage of mm-hmm. people uh the people if people experience migraine headaches and they respond to the migraine medication because it's really very good these days. Right. If you respond to it, then you're probably just having a migraine, and I don't mean to to say just because I know a migraine is an extremely pa- uh, painful experience. Um, but if you do respond to the meds, I wouldn't worry about it. I would I would recognize that as a migraine. But if you do not respond to the migraine headaches and you've been diagnosed with migraines, then I would explore more deeply. And I have had several people since I since I published that book contact me and tell me that they they have migraines and they they don't respond to the meds and then they have had an angiogram which is a picture of the blood vessels inside of the brain and it's the only really it's the best picture best way to get a good picture of the blood vessels of the brain and it has shown that they have had some type of vascular malformation. So I think there's a very small population of people who, mm-hmm. who had the same kind of problem I have had. So, so I don't want to stir a, a panic mm-hmm. in everybody who has migraine. If you do respond to the meds, don't worry about it. But if you don't, then there may be something else going on inside of the brain, and you may want to ha- explore that. Why Why is it that here you are talking with me today, and we have this vision of what happens when someone has a stroke, you know. Yeah. We have this vision. I've met several people in the past month since you and I have talked that have recovered beautifully, but not. this is not always the case for people. So, you know, the question is that you've recovered so well compared to so so many other people. What was it that you did? that helped with that kind of recovery. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to point out to, to your audience that um, uh, on my hemorrhage happened in the, the left hemisphere of my brain. And so on the afternoon after the morning of the hemorrhage, I could not walk, talk, read, write, and I had no recollection of my life. So I, I described myself as an infant in a woman's body. And so I, I was extremely ill that day, and, um, and and it took eight years for me to completely recover everything, to be able to recover my language, to learn to read. I had to learn to read from scratch. Uh, I had to learn to walk. I had to learn that the cracks on the sidewalk were okay to step on. I mean, I had to learn the, the very basic fundamentals of, of normal life. And I, I do believe that, that I had a, a couple of advantages. One is that I lost my left hemisphere, which was my ability to communicate with the external world, but I retained the pictures of my work, which is the human body and the human brain. I was teaching gross anatomy, which is cadaver lab, so I'm intimate on a three-dimensional understanding of the body. Um, and I ta- taught neuroanatomy, which is the three-dimension of the way uh, the circuits function and communicate inside of the brain. And so I retained the right hemisphere pictures of everything. So I essentially had a road map 
I didn't have any language. I didn't have any ability to communicate with the external world, but I still retained these images of my body, so I could use imagery in order to recover. At the same time, I was blessed to have my mother come into my life, and um, uh, she dropped her life completely and moved to my side, and and she she was my constant companion, and she took over everything. She took over my bills. She took over my life, everything. She was my mother again. I was her baby again, and um, she intuitively could tell that I was exhausted. I was absolutely exhausted, and she was a teacher, and so she wanted to teach me things, but, of course, I couldn't learn anything if I was exhausted. So she let me sleep, and sleep is we really honor the healing power of sleep. And in our society, the way we do treatment and rehabilitation of individuals who are stroke survivors is we wake them up first thing in the morning, pump them filled with full of amphetamines to wake them up, we take them into a social setting. We put TV sets in their faces. We stimulate them, thinking that this is a good thing for the brain. And I can tell you that if that had been my experience, I would not be here talking to you today because I, too, would have chosen to zone out more than I would have chosen to try to reengage. Wow, this is an incredible story. Dr. Jill Bothy-Taylor joining me here today. When we return, we're going to be looking at this question and exploring this. You know, what would it be like? What, would, what can we imagine it, it to be if we were totally disconnected from our brain chatter? How does this fit into the conversation and the world and the life of Dr. Jill Bothy-Taylor? How does this relate to us on a physical level? Can we heal anything? All of this when we return with the Dr. Pat Show. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. There is within you a power so great that you discover in the one command. This revolutionary new book is taking thousands to success in moments. The one command stops your negative thoughts in their tracks. In this teaching, you are able to reach naturally and easily into the deepest levels of yourself and make remarkable changes in your life. Go to commandingwealth.com and start your new, rich future now. Order The One Command at commandingwealth.com. Picture yourself standing in the ancient stone circle of Stonehenge or gazing in awe at Egypt's Great Pyramid and Sphinx. Visualize participating in shamanic ceremonies at Machu Picchu or receiving a timely message from the Oracle of Delphi. Rejuvenate your path of personal growth and renew your spirit by traveling to the world's sacred sites with Body, Mind, Spirit Journeys and other like-minded travelers. Visit BodyMindSpiritJourneys.com or call 800-231-9811. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. 
Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Does how you think about money affect how much you have? In HUNA, when you change your current way of thinking, the universe will always provide you with what you need and want. Money represents energy and the exchange or constant flow in and out. HUNA is ancient wisdom, taught by the kahunas in Hawaii. Ancient wisdom, modern application. HUNA is about empowerment, about increasing your spirituality and energy. What if you could bring into your life whatever you desire? and learn to recognize your own limits and beliefs that create scarcity consciousness. Join the Empowerment Partnership May 3rd through the 4th in Newport Beach at their seminar called Creating Prosperity and Wealth, where you'll find the secrets you've been looking for. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a $95 spring special. That's HUNA.com, the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631. That's 415-328-2631. Or visit leadershipsoulcoach.com. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again? 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or a comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm thrilled to have Dr. Jill Taylor joining us here today. And as a matter of fact, if you want a copy of this incredible book that I'm referring to, My Stroke of Insight, you can go to her website. And I would I would suggest you go there and, and check it out. If you haven't seen the video, you're going to want to do that. It's drjilltaylor.com, drjilltaylor.com. Com. Great website and, and an incredible story. You're going to be hearing lots about Dr. Jill in, in the very near future. As a matter of fact, you know, Dr. Jill, this is probably a good time to mention uh, one of your upcoming uh, uh, appearances on Oprah. I'm going to be, I was interviewed for four of her uh, Soul Series radio programs, and those are going to start airing on uh, May 12th. And then also on May 12th, there's going to be um, a web, uh, a web, a web something or another, uh, and it, that you can download off of her site. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I had the privilege of meeting Oprah and spending a couple of hours with her. And um, uh, it, it's really, I love her program. I love what she's doing with Eckhart Tolle. They're, doing, they're communicating the exact same message I'm communicating. I'm just putting it in the brain. So uh, it's really, it's been a, a privilege. Well, and, and, and this is a lot of uh, really wonderful things, so many people responding. How are people responding? I mean, you must be getting bombarded by emails and questions about your experience. I am. I'm, uh, ever since the, the TED video hit the Internet, I'm receiving over 100 emails a day and uh, invitations uh, as for speaking engagements or for uh, interviews. It's really been a, a, a wild ride, very exciting. And uh, and I think with uh, the whole Oprah series, it, it's, I'm just going to be writing this for a while. Well, I, I think there are lots of information or many different ways to look at this. And I wanted to, you know, as I said before the break, there are a number of things that, you know, it's, it's, it's important to talk about because, you know, the, your experience, it, it goes beyond sort of the physicality of this. And, and I wanted to talk about that. But, you know, you actually got to experience the right, the right and left hemisphere in action, what happens when one is in action and the other one is not, and how do we we talk about the experiences of one actually shutting down. And I wanted you to, to talk with us a little bit about that because I think in your book, you know, you talk about the left hemisphere and, and if it's damaged, people can't create speech. You know, the cells in their language centers have been injured. So let's talk about even though things were happening and you could feel this and you could experience in this brain, there was something else that was happening that was pretty magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a lot of people look at me and they, they say, oh, Jill suffered a stroke, and I say, no, I didn't suffer anything. I, I experienced the shutdown of my left hemisphere, and I, it did create a, 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 a differently abled person. And But I didn't become half of a person because I had half of a brain. I still was a whole person. I just had half the number of, of cognitive cells to work with. So on the morning of the stroke when I lost the, the ability to, to have language, part of language is my ability to say I am. I am an individual. And when those cells went offline, I, I no longer had that identity. I no longer knew my name. I no longer knew where I lived. I no longer knew my credentials. I no longer had language to communicate with the mm-hmm. external world. But at the same time, what I gained was the present moment. And in, in no longer being distracted by the things in the external world, I became totally present in what is in front of me and information streaming in through my sensory systems. And we are these vibrant, energetic beings. You know, there's a group of cells in the left hemisphere that define the boundary of where I begin and where I end. Did you ever wonder when you look at your skin how you know that the cells of your skin are, are you, but the atoms and molecules outside of you are not you? And it's because there's a group of cells in your left hemisphere that define where you begin and where you end. So as I lost that perception of my myself, I felt that I was energy dynamic. I was atoms and molecules, all expansive, and I became. I had the feeling that I became at one with all that is. 
so I felt enormous as the universe, and and I everything was connected, and everything was one entity, at all connected. So it was a beautiful experience for me. So, um, so I did have this con- shift in consciousness away from my normal perception of I'm a single, I'm a solid, I'm separate from you. This is my identity. This is who I am in the world. When that all went offline, it let go of its inhibition over the right hemisphere, and the right hemisphere really began to blossom. And it was a beautiful experience. The right hemisphere actually kicked in. And, you know, I love this conversation, and and I wanted to mention to everyone, when you read the book, this is so beautifully explained, uh, the dynamic between the left and the right hemisphere and Jill's experience. But uh, having her talk with us about this experience that she had where essentially the right, I like to call it the right brain kicking in with all of its incredible holistic experience. Is that, am I offline with that? Well, I think that, that it's always online. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's, it's kind of like somebody, somebody, and I, somebody famous said this, and I'm sorry I can't, I don't know who it belongs to, but someone was talking about the sky is always blue. And right. Me, the, the blue sky is the right hemisphere. It's always on. It's always there. But then the clouds come by, and that would be the left hemisphere language center. And the clouds then d- interrupt your perception of the blue sky. But the blue sky is still up there behind those clouds. And so for me, I was very blessed that when I lost the left hemisphere and I lost the clouds, all I had was the blue sky and the magnificence of the blue sky, and I was no longer distracted by the details of, of interference. So, so I, both hemispheres are always working for us at all times. And, and the gift I was given in this experience is through the eyes of a brain scientist was I got to, to go from being a left hemisphere dominant person, which means that that was, that was my perception, my primary perception. And then when that went offline, I was, I was expanded upon the, the beauty and the magnificence of what the right hemisphere offers without the interference. You know, one of the things that I read in the book, and, and I hope I get this right, I wrote it down. It was, you know, as this was happening to you, you were like, oh, my gosh, I'm having a stroke. You know, I'm having a stroke. And then the next instant, this, this like, thing flashed in where it said, wow, this is cool. And the reason I bring this up is because the, your experience can, can become sort of a metaphor for how we overcome obstacles every day in our lives. I mean, and what was the importance in that? How important was it for you to have this, wow, this is so cool, as opposed to, oh, my God, my brain is erupting? Right. Yeah, it was everything. You know, I, I, I believe that, that attitude is everything. And, uh-huh. and you asked earlier, you know, why did I recover? And, and I believe a lot of that was, was my attitude. I had a, an attitude of gratitude that I still existed. I did not die that morning. And I may have been completely um, uh, disabled. I, I hate using that term uh, because I really was not disabled. I was differently abled. Uh, but according, you know, anybody who would have looked at me and said, oh, wow, you know, Jill's a mess. And, uh, but 
to me and my perception, it was, but I am still alive. I am still alive. I, I did not die. Okay, I can't walk. I can't talk. I can't communicate with you. But I'm still capable of experiencing the energy flow around me and the magnificence of what it feels like to be a living creature. Well, we're going to talk about this more when we come back from break. Uh, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor joining me here today. If you want to get a copy of her book, you can go to her website, which is drjilltaylor.com. When we come back, we'll be talking about the experience of recovery, recovery beyond what any of us expect. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. From a place of special energy, the Sedona Tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. That's the, S-E-D-O-N-A, tools.com. Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. 
I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to sugarfreemiracle.com, that's sugarfreemiracle.com, and get started today. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so thrilled that I'm getting to have another conversation with Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. The book is My Stroke of Insight. We're talking about her experience of, uh, of uh, first of all, firsthand experience of waking up and feeling that searing pain behind her eye and knowing that there is something going on. But we're also talking about what it's like to know this and, and be in the experience, love the experience, and feel the experience. Jill, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You know, let, let's talk about the discovery. And what I mean by that is that you uh, are, are an expert in this field and had spent every day of your life pretty much attempting to understand or attempting to help others, um, you know, with regard to how the brain functions. But now you get to experience it. And so part of what you experience moves beyond the physical and the medical realm. And it really talks about this level of consciousness and what you've discovered holistically or esoterically. And I would love for you to talk about that. Well, I, you know, I, I think that the, the, the insight uh, that I was given, and, and the book is called My Stroke of Insight, um, and, and this is what excites me the most is that um, there, there are two very different consciousnesses inside of our heads. There's, you know, is the, the glass half full or is the glass half empty? And my left hemisphere, when it went offline, that was a character, that was an identity, that was a personality, and she really stopped existing that day. She, she died that day. And when that hemorrhage happened and all of those cells that had anything to do with any recollection of her life were no longer existent. And with, but I didn't die. So if, if that character died and I was no longer Dr. Jill Bolte Taylor at the Harvard Medical School, uh, whatever, uh, without her, who was I? And because I was still somebody and I was this, this very connected to all that is very compassionate because I recognize that we are one human family. Um, so there was this real shift in, in my intention and in my personality, if you will. And, and then as time went forward and the left hemisphere, I, I underwent brain surgery. They removed a golf, a blood clot the size of a golf ball that was pushing on my left hemisphere. And, and then after a little while, my brain chatter box started to come back online. But it was, it, it really was, um, essentially wiped clean. I had to learn language again. I had to learn what a mother was, much less who my mother was. Uh, I had to learn to, to read again. I just had to learn the processes in the external world again. But I did that through this other character whom I had now become, who was really very innocent, very childlike, very uh, connected and, and wholesome, if you will, 
very different person than, than I had been before. So, so as I became more and more able, as I got more of my functions back, there were certain characteristics of the other person whom I had been before that wanted to come back online. For example, the anger circuitry. And I had lost all connection to even understanding what anger was. I had to relearn my emotions. And I didn't like the way that anger felt inside of my body because my right hemisphere consciousness is kinesthetically connected, if you will, to all the cells of my body. So now when I started to feel anger, once those cells started coming back online, I didn't like the way that it felt in my body, and I made the cognitive choice that, no, that was circuitry that I did not want to run. And I learned that I have the power, I have the ability, and I believe we all do, to pick and choose which which circuits inside of our brains are running and which circuits we don't want to feed energy to. And we choose to not feed energy to them by choosing to not think about them, but to give up to consciously focus our thoughts on other things. Well, the chapter in your book, I mean, this is what I love about this, uh, and you all will love this book. The chapter in the book that, that we're talking about that you've added, which is very different than what most people might expect, is called Own Your Power. Mm-hmm. Own Your Power. And even though the chapter comes towards the end of the book, Weren't you, in fact, doing this every step of the way? I, I was, but um, I, I don't know if I was doing it. I, I don't think I, I didn't know that I could not. I, I, I See, now you threw me for a loop there, Dr. Pat. Um, before the stroke, I had an idea that I could own my power by paying attention to my thoughts and changing my thoughts. But what I gained in losing my left hemisphere was the awareness that I also have that exact same power for what I feel emotionally. And that was news to me because I did not like the way sadness, deep grieving sadness, felt inside of my body. I did not like the way anger felt inside of my body. And what I learned was that that is automatic circuitry that's going to happen inside of my brain and, and then inside of my body. But it only takes 90 seconds for any of those circuits, my anger circuit or my sadness circuit or my joy circuit even, to run, to stim- be stimulate the physiological chemical response inside of my body for those chemicals to flood through me and then flush completely out of me. So I can I can ride any kind of emotion for 90 seconds, and it's come and it's gone inside of my body. Now, I can consciously choose to rethink the thoughts that re-stimulate the circuitry that then rerun that physiological response, but if I'm paying attention to it, I realize it's just circuitry. They're just cells, and I don't have to put the energy into rerunning those loops. And this is really brilliant for people that are listening to this show to understand that each and every one of us has that ability. You know, we come to the, the you know the close of this conversation again, but we come to it with this idea of finding your deep inner peace, and that's also in your book. Is that the punchline for us? You know, I, I think the, the real lesson that I gained was that that blue sky, that peace, that deep uh-huh. inner peace of the right hemisphere is always there. It's always turned on. It's just being, I'm distracted away from it by other thoughts, other emotions. 
And when I recognize that all my thoughts and all of my emotions are just cells, neurocircuitry manifesting as that, then I can get rid of that. And I, deep inside of me, there is this incredible, beautiful peace. Well, and this is a, an incredible, beautiful story, and a story that is inspiring, uplifting, and helping so many people. And Dr. Jill, what is your personal message for everyone today? You know, I think that it is, is we are the life force power of the universe. We're absolutely beautiful, and I encourage you to look at yourself as that beautiful life force power and enjoy your life. Thank you for joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, the website is drjilltaylor.com, drjilltaylor.com. The book is My Stroke of Insight. Stay on the lookout for her upcoming experience and uh, uh, appearance on Oprah. We'll see you all next week. And remember, you too can create that inner peace. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.